and welcome to the Tandem Collective Talks podcast. Tandem Collective celebrates books, film, TV, podcasts and more with our global community. We're Jen, Jade, Lucy and Lex, members and friends of Team Tandem. You might already know us from Instagram or TikTok, but if not, it's great to meet you and welcome. We're here to chat to you about what's new in the world of books, publishing and film, interview some of your favourite authors and hear your thoughts on what you're reading and watching at the moment. You can find us at Tandem Collective UK on Instagram and also Tandem Collective Global. everyone welcome to another episode of the tandem talks podcast it's jen in this podcast i'm chatting to two of the most interesting kind women on bookstagram who i'm lucky enough to have got to know through buddy reads or read-alongs first i'm chatting to Haley, otherwise known as tale of a bibliophile about buddy reading the fun of a more casual reading together experience and how that can bring more to your reading than reading alone then i'll be chatting to naomi also known as Naomi Tandem. If you've been involved in any kind of Instagram read-along, you've probably been involved with a Tandem read-along. And Naomi is the woman that started it all. It's a massive pleasure to have both of them on the podcast. Here we go. So Lex, I think I might actually have met you on a very early Tandem read-along. What was the first read-along that you were on? Hunting Party. Mm, Right, A, such a good book. Mm -hmm. B, such a good read-along for your first ever read-along. Yeah, such. I think we were the same character. Were you Julian? No, I was Nick. Oh, I was Julian, I think. But I think that's what made that read-along for me, is that The Hunting Party, if you haven't read it, is split into, mm, I can't remember, but less than 10 characters. I think and it's everyone on the Okay, and then everyone on the read-along was assigned a character from the get-go. So that it almost made it feel like a bit Cluedo-esque mm. and really like very group centric. So right off the bat, it was a great read along for you to be on. Absolutely. And I think the fact that we chat all the time now and WhatsApp each other and are podcasting together and do all kinds of nonsense just shows kind of the friendships you can build by reading together. Conversely, Luce, I don't think we've ever read together. Do you do many kind of read alongs and buddy reads? I haven't, to be honest, apart from, like we say, the quite structured tandem read-alongs. But I think that is so, that point about, you know, developing relationships with like-minded readers. There's people now who I've been on tandem read-alongs with who, you know, we follow each other. We will make recommendations to each other. So again, you know, I feel it's a great soundboard or a great starting off point for starting to do more of them. Do either of you have a preference as to if you prefer like a really structured read along, like we're going to read this many pages a day, or if you just prefer kind of saying, oh, we'll read this at the same time and then chat? I like what the like the tandem approach to it, which is that obviously there is a loose schedule for people to follow just so that we can fit the book into normally about a, a week or a week and a half. But I do. I quite like to go at my own pace. And I also think that once you remove that pressure from people that they it's more enjoyable and if people know they can read their own pace read at their own pace it's yeah I think it just makes people immerse themselves in it fully I have never done a read-along or a buddy read that isn't heavily structured like I I'm not particularly good with like in-person book clubs that you would maybe set a book go away read it and then come back three weeks later or whatever I think I need that day-to-day accountability 
And I think also that makes the experience of it for me, exchanging with people who are on the same page and the same twist and the same reveal as you are right in that moment. That's where I get my joy from those kind of things. Buddy reads in terms of outside of a structure. I almost prefer it when they happen accidentally. Like Luce and I accidentally just read Verity by Colleen Hoover over the past weekend. And then on Sunday, we both got like this mad text from each other going, oh my God, this bit, oh my God, that bit. And that was really joyful for me. The unexpected nature of having both just read it over the weekend. Mm. I think that's really interesting. And I wonder if in part, it's slightly a personality thing because as you both know, I'm quite rebellious and I detest rules and having to do things at set times. So if I have something that says I have to read certain pages on a certain day, that makes me less want to do it. I'm more likely to just read it all in one go and then pretend that I read it on the right days. Whereas if I've got a buddy read where it's like, we'll read what you want whenever you want to, I'm a bit better at pacing it. I think there are also some books that lend themselves to different formats. Like nonfiction, for example, I think would benefit more from a structured read along where we go, okay, we're going to read this chapter on this particular thing over these couple of days. Whereas thrillers, for example, once I'm reading it, I'm going to read to the end because I need to know what's happened. Mm -hmm. And then Jen, like you said, even though I am a fan of the structure, I might then like eke out my my feedback over the days that I meant to have done it. Because mm -hmm. once you're in a good thriller, you just gotta you just gotta read it, haven't you? Yeah, you, you do. The sign of a good book is when you cannot stop reading it, regardless of any group reading schedule. Perfect. All right, guys. Well, I'm going to go to Haley, Tale of a Bibliophile now, and then my chat with Naomi. Thank you very much. Hello everyone, it's Jen. Please could you rate, review and subscribe to the podcast? It really helps us and also we just really like feeling loved. If you would like to chat to us or you have anything you'd like to recommend that we read, you can email us at podcast at thetandemcollective.com. Hayley, hello. Hi Jen. How are you? I am fine, thank you. Lovely. As I mentioned, you can find Hayley on Instagram as Tale of a Bibliophile. Hayley, are you on bookish Twitter or do you just Instagram? Just Instagram for me. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Hayley's style of bookstagramming and reading is dark and spooky. She is the queen of a pose and costume picture and writes reviews that will leave you with lots more creepy books added to your reading list. What first brought you to bookstagram, Hayley? So it was, obviously it's quite a while ago now, so it's 2017 I think I started so it's quite a while mm -hmm. ago but there was nothing specific I just remember I was at work one day and I was talking to one of my colleagues who was also a big reader um, and we were saying about how it'd be nice to get involved with sharing what we think about books and just finding mm -hmm. a space where readers can talk to other readers and I, I assume I must have saw something on my personal Instagram but I don't ask me why I can't remember and I just thought, you know what, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to make a page. I'm going to do it. Because I like Instagram. I like those pictures. It's, it's not mm -hmm. too heavy. You know, you can do it quite easily. So I was like, you yeah, just just do it. And then, yeah, the rest Different. is, yeah. 
Perfect. You've got one of those accounts that is so well put together that at first I was pretty sure you were going to be way too cool for me. <laughs> Once we got past that, we obviously started chatting about our love of all things horror and creepy, which somehow led on to us buddy reading a lot of smut <laughs> together. <laughs> yeah, they link really well together, don't they? <laughs> For me, buddy reading is really one of those things that make me really love Bookstagram. It becomes kind of your own mini book club. How do you think buddy reading kind of adds to your experience of a book? I think it's it introduces you to other viewpoints. So when I'm reading, obviously, I only see things from my point of view, whereas sometimes if you have somebody else, they then suggest things or may think about things differently. And it just gives you that more wider experience, I think, of, of a book, of seeing it in a way that you may not have thought of, which I really like. And I think it's just, it's a good way to connect people and just get chatting, which is great. <laughs> yeah, I agree. It definitely helps you kind of open up your viewpoints on reading and see things that you might have missed as well. Definitely. That you might only get from, usually if you were doing kind of a reread of a book, things you pick up in the second read through. Somebody else might have picked up first time around and say, well, did you notice that? Yeah. And yeah, it just brings you a lot more levels of understanding, I think. Yeah, because I don't know, obviously everyone reads differently. And I think sometimes when you're focusing on something, somebody might be more focused on the characters in a book or the plot or the descriptive elements. And I think if you are reading with someone who has a bit of a different interest in what they find exciting about books, it gives you that other yeah way of, it might just open you up to the way you think about reading, which is always good. Brilliant. Do you prefer more kind of structure to your buddy read? So saying kind of we're going to read 50 pages by this day and then 100 pages by this day or just kind of seeing how it goes and chatting as you go? So I think it depends on what I'm reading. So if mm -hmm. I'm reading a book that's quite large, I think it's good to have maybe a goal of where you're going to get to. Although then that obviously increases the pressure of reading it. But I'm quite happy to do casual just go with the flow and see what happens. <laughs> I think sometimes it's it's good to kind of slightly increase the pressure of what you're reading though especially as you say with a with a big chunky book because yeah. I don't know about you but otherwise I might give up halfway through and then start another <laughs> book as well and then a year later realize I haven't actually read that book. You got anywhere. <laughs> yeah exactly. Bit, I mean like... you know I am always uh, reading multiple books generally mm -hmm. so it is a bit of a bad habit but I think, yeah, I think it just depends on, and I think it depends on whether it's a book that you need to concentrate on as well, or whether it's one that you can just kind of, it's very entertaining, it's really easy, which I think you don't need so much structure with necessarily. Yeah, for sure. I read The Priory of the Orange Tree as a read along with Tandem, which is this hugely chunky book. I think it's about 600 pages. Yeah, it's huge. <laughs> and yeah, if I hadn't read it as part of a read along and had the cards kind of saying, read 50 pages this day, I honestly think by about page 200, I would have just wandered off to do something else. But in the end, I was so glad that I'd got through it and felt like I deserved a certificate. So reading with other people was definitely a winner for that. No, I, I think I read The Pride of the Orange Tree over, it must have been months it, it took me to read it because it's just huge and it wasn't because it was necessarily hard going to read I really enjoyed it mm -hmm. it's just such a an intimidating book to start I think yeah absolutely <laughs> I mean it's it's brilliant it's fantastic writing by Samantha Shannon but it's like I find it with the Lord of the Rings books which shamefully I actually haven't read you look at the size of them and you're like I can't possibly get through this Jen, oof, you need to read them <laughs> 
if anybody out there wants to do a buddy read of Lord of the Rings books, I'm up for it. I'm already reading them again, as I would say, absolutely. But <laughs> Are there any downsides to buddy reading, do you think? I think that the the pressure is, as you say, it's, it's a good thing, but I think it can be a bad thing in that you start feeling sometimes, oh, I don't want to pick a book, but I, I don't want to let the other person down almost, because we're, we're talking about it. I think there's very limited downsides, in my opinion, to buddy reading. I think if you're with somebody who is quite easygoing about it, you know, it, you can have the chat with, you know, I'm struggling a bit, let's call it a day or whatever. I think it's generally a positive. I find it to be a positive experience. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think so. I think that's the difference between a smaller buddy read with uh, people you kind of click with and, and yeah. friends and maybe people you've met on Instagram as opposed to kind of a really much bigger structured read along because whilst they're usually fantastic yeah. sometimes you will just find people that obviously you don't really click with and they think completely yeah. differently to you. What would be your top tips Hayley for someone who wants to get involved with their first buddy read I think mine would be just chat to people feel free to suggest a buddy read and maybe the comments of somebody's post if they say they've got something that they're going to read and you know it's on your list as well even if they say it's not really the time or I'm going to start it right now and you haven't got time you've always potentially found somebody to buddy read within the future absolutely I think that's definitely one of the most if not the most important thing is to just to say you know I've got this book as well do you want to read it together especially if it's a book that you maybe weren't going to get to I think if, if it's something that like me if it's down my pile if somebody says to me oh we'll read it together I'm like okay let's that'll, yeah I'll do it yeah we'll get it up the pile the to be read pile <laughs> yeah I exactly I putting yourself out there a little bit and even, even like, when I mean, I've... sometimes on story on my Instagram story mm -hmm. I might just say I've got this book you know is anyone fancy reading it and a couple of times I think I did that with I can't remember which book it was now but then a couple of people ended up joining in reading it and that was just from me asking. <laughs> so, yeah. That's it. That's I think before. even when I first joined Bookstagram, and I only had kind of a couple of hundred followers, even if you just comment on somebody's post saying, do you want to buddy read this? I've never had a, a bad reaction. Nobody's ever been no. kind of outraged that I suggest being their bookish <laughs> friends. So I, I think that's the thing. Just okay. kind of go for it. Always say you, yeah. want, you want somebody yeah. to read with. We're all readers, aren't we, at the end of the day, in some form or another. So it's... You know, most people are either going to, they'll say yes or they'll say no, or they'll say not right now. So that's it. And everybody's book blogging in whatever form because they want to talk about books. Absolutely. So we're all there for the same reason. Thank you very much, Hayley. So last question, what are you reading right now? Oh my gosh. So I am reading right now, as always. So a couple of books. So I've, I will finish Passengers by John Mars. And I'm also reading When Marilyn Met the Queen by one of my other friends on, on bookstagram michelle morgan so that's really interesting so they're my two at the it's moment. about marilyn monroe meeting the queen yes when Did she, she meets the queen when she came. yes yeah she met the queen yeah when she came over to film what would become the prince and the showgirl she spent a few months in england filming that with Laurence olivier so yeah i don't know why but for some reason i don't think of marilyn monroe having existed in the same time <laughs> as the queen <laughs> yeah it is very strange and they were probably very similar ages aren't they as well so yeah but yeah no it's, it's about her time in England so that's really interesting I'm really enjoying that but yeah amazing all right thank you very very much for joining me Hayley as I said you can find Hayley at tale of a bibliophile on Instagram thank you for having me
As I mentioned earlier, I'm joined by Naomi from the Tandem Collective for a chat about read-alongs and what it is about reading with other people that adds so much to the reading experience. Hello, Naomi. Hello. Thank you for inviting me on. Thank you for coming on. <laughs> so I would love it if you would just give me a really quick rundown for anybody that's listening and doesn't know what a tandem read-along is. Okay, well, so <laughs> the tandem read-along was actually an accident. And the first one was, I think, four years ago now. And it was for a tiny, a tiny little thriller that hadn't performed as well as, uh, as expected at hardback. And the client came to us and said, you know, don't really mind what you do, but we just need some creative content on Instagram, a bit of author care, and we haven't really got any budget. So up until that point, I'd been, the, the marketing that I'd been doing had focused a lot more on kind of large scale paid for influencer content. Whereas in this instance, you know, we didn't have budget to do that. So instead we reached out to 20 micro influencers with around a thousand to 2000 followers and asked them whether they'd be interested in doing a real life live read along set over four hours so the 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 plot of the narrative was set over four hours and you could literally read it in four hours so we got these 20 influencers we created some beautiful prompt cards using the artwork of the cover design and on the prompts there were points of discussion as well as creative challenges that encouraged people to head to instagram and create some kind of unusual unique content and we all started reading at the same time on the same day and essentially all would reach the prompts at around the same moment. So it led to a plethora of content. I think we had something ridiculous, like 170 pieces of content. And it turned out to be one of the most successful campaigns we'd ever done, purely because I think that kind of collective experience gave such a sense of excitement you know to, to the reading of the narrative and brought all of those micro influencers together who actually most of them hadn't been in contact before so that was kind of where <laughs> the seed began and it definitely was not a perfect iteration of the read-along and there was a lot of things that we we did that we needed to do differently so the next read-along that we did was kind of the other end of the the scale and it was a big budget campaign for the hunting party and I was on that one. Well, you I joined it. you for that, yeah. Oh my goodness, you really have been with us a long, long time now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's really long um, too. <laughs> yeah, madness. And uh, yeah, so for that one, as you know, we kind of went all out and alongside the prompt cards, we also had parcels that related to the themes of the book. Uh, everyone was given a specific character, like a murder mystery, and you had to create a flat lay in the style of that character. And really, it's just kind of grown from there. We're now sort of running around 40 read-alongs a month. So that was years and years ago. So, the, the, But really, the foundation has stayed the same. It's just a collective reading experience. It's quite a simple concept when you think about it. I love that, though, because I think when you've done a certain amount of read-alongs, you kind of know exactly what you're expecting like you can join and the book's going to be different and the prompts are going to be different but you kind of know what you're yeah. doing yeah do you know roughly how many you've done at this point how many tandem read-alongs uh, do you know I don't but it's, it's over 200 for sure wow yeah I think 
it, it's nearing 250 something like that but yeah a crazy amount that's amazing and they've changed so much if I think back yeah. from my first tandem read-alongs you we all kind of knew each other because we'd done read-alongs mm. together and mm. now if you join a read-along there's quite a good chance that you never will have met any of the other read-along participants yeah. before it's brilliant are there any kind of that have really stood out to you for being really unique or for producing really great content I think for me the mercies was kind of the set the precedent and again that's I met you at the the mercies <laughs> I've event, done that I? one as well yeah for me that I, I was running that because we were we were a team of two back then that I was doing everything that the campaign managers do now so for, for me it was a very hands-on experience and again with that we had some really lovely creative challenges. There's a, a beautiful scene in the Mercies where the two main characters create a flatbread together. And so we included ingredients for, for making flatbread. I mean, I messed up a little bit there because some people had exploding flour in their, in their parcels. <laughs> we can't be, can't, everything can't be perfect. But I really love how much thought we put into the parcels alongside that. There's, you know, tastes like aniseed and the smell of fennel so we had accompanying parcels with those tastes and scents and and then the kind of special bit on top of that and actually really we were seeing the the kind of hybrid because the final sort of installment of the read-long was an in-person event with the author in an old archway in South London and we decked it out with candles and seashells and spotlight in the centre of the room where the author read the final chapter so we completed the read-along together in person and we recorded that for anyone that couldn't couldn't be with us in person so that was one that really stood out to me purely because it was it was something that I felt ownership over I guess but more recently I mean the the Sarah Vaughan campaign was incredible mainly with that one because of the sort of watch along the accompanying watch along element so that that was anatomy of a scandal and I loved all of the creative assets that we sent out alongside so our amazing designer had a brainstorm with the campaign manager which was Lex and they came up with Polaroid images using the stills from the TV series, business cards, you know, all kinds of things that bring the, the narrative to life. And Wendy did All the Lonely People and she launched a kind of loneliness awareness week around that and had a, a really beautiful charitable element. And we also did a Zoom coffee morning for anyone that during the pandemic was feeling lonely. And that was very special again to see how much of a sense of community and togetherness the read-alongs foster so that that was that was a standout for me Stephen King we did a readathon of seven of his novellas that have previously not been published individually they've only ever been in collections and for that we did a, a challenge to see how many you could read in a weekend for the chance to be crowned a king for the day so uh, there's I mean, I could probably go on and on and on. As I'm mentioning one to you, another pops into my mm -hmm. head, but I can't take any credit anymore. It's it's all the team that are just coming up with these insanely creative ideas and, and kind of going back to what you said, Jen, it's we've got that foundation, which means you've got something to build on. And so the ideas that, that come out of collective brainstorming are just amazing and I'd want to be involved I'd like to be on the read-along I've never done a read-along myself I've never actually been on a read-along that's mad isn't it 
that's really mad I think the best read longs for me and I think why the mercies was so special is because it was just so immersive so I recommend the mercies all the time I've recommended it on this podcast many times and whenever I pick it up I can actually still remember kind of the taste of the aniseedy tea and the event with Kieran and it was such kind of togetherness and that Mm. kind of immersion in the book I think is what made it really really special Mm. so when we think about social media engagement and we think about numbers of likes and shares and comments and, and that's probably commonly how we measure engagement but for a read along I think it seems like So when we think about social media engagement, the easiest way to measure it and the way we probably most think about it is kind of likes or comments or shares. But with a read-along, a lot of the engagement is built in how the readers connect and engage with each other. How much of the read-along do you think is built in the DM groups? I think the, the majority of it, to be honest, I think it's the most special part for for the team and for myself to be privy to and and the author when we add them into the the dm group for q a's having access to those private conversations that normally would happen sort of on whatsapp and that's where the the majority of recommendations and link sharing happens is behind those those sort of closed doors and i think that's where the, the relationships really form and you know one of the pillars of our of our businesses community we wouldn't exist without the community and just as we on the team are friends and we're not just colleagues it's a very kind of different sense of being part of a family that's what we want to foster within the community as well and that's what the dm groups give rise to my pinnacle of success or my measurement for success i guess is when a dm group decides to splinter and create their own dm group and go back and read something else together so we had it with Karen Swan we've got this this keen group of Karen Swan fans who now read all of the new Karen Swan releases went back and read all the backlists and set up their own DM group they call themselves the Tandemettes that's amazing I I was going to suggest that they called themselves the Signets like mini swans oh that's nice (laughs) that's nice but that's for me is very special to know that there's been lasting friendships and we were receiving a lot of amazing messages throughout the pandemic you know I was receiving physical cards in the post from people saying relongs have changed my life they've saved me I'm live alone I'm very lonely but the relongs have given me a sense of connection and community and getting those orange parcels through the post has been the kind of highlight of my of my week and the relationships that I've gone on to form so Yeah, I think it's a hard one because clients won't see that, you know, they want something quantifiable. But I mean, I'm at the end of the day, for me, that kind of anecdotal data is is even more important than the numbers. And I guess it kind of actually just keeps people engaged with tandem. It makes them want to do more read alongs as well in a very simple way. But I think that is really important from experience. You share more in the read-along groups than you would share publicly on, on your grid or even in your stories. So you kind of learn so much more about not only the book and how other people are viewing it, but about your other readers. And it really brings a different kind of closeness to the group, I think. Absolutely. And uh, something interesting that I've noticed as well is how people's opinions can be swayed from the DM group chat. So someone might read it 
even a campaign manager in all honesty might read read the book in question and not enjoy it or not love it or you know not not agree with certain aspects and then it's in the conversation and the debate that happens in the dm group that then it becomes a five-star read because of that opportunity to discuss and and see from other people's viewpoints so that that's a very interesting aspect as well and I think even in a less positive way that's really important I mean certainly I've been in dm groups and somebody has said kind of I find this upsetting because and explained and you see it in a way that you yourself couldn't see it and it's it really brings a different level of awareness to the read-along that I think is really important and that's inclusivity at the end of the day, isn't it? It's, it's mm. being able to understand from different person's perspective. Yeah, seeing that our, our way is not necessarily the right way or it's not fact. It's it's a personal subjective experience. And the read-alongs demonstrate that there's, you know, everyone has sort of different triggers and different n- needs from a narrative. And you bring your own context to, to a, a book when you're reading it. So, yeah, I think it's a it's a an interesting thing to watch unfold completely I definitely agree so last question from me you are obviously a big reader yourself who do you buddy read with and what is the last thing you buddy read I in all honesty I haven't done a bunny a bunny read (laughs) (laughs) I haven't done a buddy read in a long time I haven't done a buddy read in a really long time I haven't sort of sat and shared that experience with someone but I guess word of mouth has a big impact on me so my recommendations then go on to intrigue friends of mine so my mum is my go-to to be honest I know that we have a, a very shared taste in in books so my mum will always recommend something to me that then I will go on to read and she's the person that I will will discuss that with and then my best friend will probably then go on to read it after me so then you know it's that kind of passing the baton on I guess and that's the joy of word of mouth isn't it and I think that's one of the real joys of team tandem as well where we're all such readers if somebody has read something and they've absolutely loved it you know you're going to hear about it every single chat that goes on that week with that person's going to be by the way have you read this yeah the book that I'm wanting to pick up next is and it's we've recently done a read-along for it was called when women were dragons and that is exactly an example of a book that I wouldn't necessarily pick up by the the blurb but then hearing people talking about it and seeing the content has really piqued my interest so that's next on my TBR. One book actually that we have been buddy reading on the team is a book called 4,000 Weeks that I recommended to everybody and, and a few of the team have, have read it recently or have listened to it on audio and that's been interesting because it's a non-fiction title and essentially about how we how we live our lives and it sounds depressing but the fact that we've got supposedly on average four thousand weeks in our lifetime and the the author says you know rather than seeing that as a bad thing thinking about it in terms of wow I've got for these four thousand weeks to make the most of of my time and in it he also talks about our concept of time so Lots of us on the team love our productivity hacks. So I'm one of those people that will block out time. And actually he says, well, how do you know that a specific task will fit into that time block? It's not that black and white. 
And Mm -hmm. there were the the moments in that book that really stood out to me that sort of changed my mindset. And I can see it in other members of the team, the chapters that they've pulled out. So I guess that as a team, we do buddy read. If one person loves something quite often, that will get around the whole team. And we'll do an internal book club every quarter. So we did Atomic Habits this month as well. So I guess that in, in a way is a buddy read. Sorry, that was a very convoluted answer. No, it's all right. It's just a looser way of saying basically most of your reading is buddy reading. Yeah, well, word of mouth reading. Absolutely. Okie doke. Well, thank you so much for joining me, Naomi. Um, If you'd like to see more of what Tandem Collective is reading, you can follow Tandem Collective UK or Tandem Collective Global on Instagram. Or you can follow us on TikTok, where I believe we are just Tandem Collective. Thank you so much for having me, Jen. I've really loved being involved in this. Lovely. Thank you, Naomi. Thank you. So those are my chats with Hayley, Tale of a Bibliophile, and Naomi, who is Tandem Collective UK on Instagram. If you haven't joined in with her really long before, make sure you are signed up to the Tandem newsletter and join us for some excellent reads. The reading schedule is very much suggested. You don't have to stick to the day's kind of specific pages as long as at the end of your read, you do get your stats into us. All right. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If you haven't already done it, pretty please could you rate, review and subscribe on whatever your preferred player is. As always, we're open to your feedback. So please do hit us up at Tandem Collective UK on Instagram or using the hashtag Tandem Collective Talks. If there's anyone, content creator wise, industry superstars or your favourite author that you think we should feature in the podcast, then let us know. Bye. Bye. See you later.